check it out. It's like, okay. oh, I've seen you before. Oh, You're yeah. that guy with like, the shitty mustache. Me you, specifically? No, or? the virus. When oh, it's like trying to get into the club, and then your bouncer <laughs> body is like, no. Your bouncer body's bouncer body. Thanks for saying. I guess Justin just said I had a bouncer <laughs> body. Hey, welcome to Snackdown. I'm Justin, and this is <laughs> Andy. Andy, and uh, it's still hot in the apartment. <laughs> it's, it is very hot. It's. In the apartment. Uh, I'm sure a cold snap is going to be getting to us at some point. Yeah, but. I mean, I keep waiting for it to be like kind of cool, and it's just like kind of sweating. I am wearing a sweater. Yeah, that's on you. You're like literally in your own house. Like you could just mm-hmm. get a t-shirt on. I know? could, I could, I could. You could even do like the little tuck thing where you tuck the bottom into the top and then kind of wear it like a like a crop. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Or I could like sling it over my shoulders and tie it like in front of my neck. Oh, you know nice. I mean? Yeah, very okay. uh, yeah, very preppy. Mm-hmm. I could do that. But you won't. But I won't because I can cool off in a different way with some beers. <laughs> <laughs> Which is going to be amazing. Yeah. So uh, we have some beers today from a listener and a longtime friend of mine, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Dan Rohr. And uh, he's a brewer in Ithaca. And I've known him since I was like 12. And he was almost on the podcast today, but his life's pretty busy, so... But we got the beers anyways. I was going to say, we got the second best thing, which is just the beers. Yeah. So So we still got the beers. So that's good. We'll have them on eventually, probably. But uh, yeah, so he sent, he, he brews a lot. um, He tries lots of different recipes, I guess. He sent us a couple of different types of beers. And this will be interesting because there are types of beers that we really haven't had on the podcast before. Did he do that on purpose? I don't think so. I think this is, he drinks a lot of beers that I don't drink. Usually when he's brewing up some beer... It's not something I'm super interested in. Not because it's bad, but because it's not something that I usually because drink. It's not, because it's not an IPA? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Yeah. But, you know, as we've learned, I've started liking other beers, basically because I've actually just been trying them. <laughs> you know, I just assumed I didn't like other beer, but, man, I've been really getting into the chocolate styles lately. Have you? Yeah. You said it's not even cold yet out. As we've determined also, I don't really care for tying drinks with weather, so... Dude, shame on you. I had a chocolate stout on like a 90 degree day and it was delicious. Are you serious? Yeah. That's disgusting. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I don't know how to... It's liquid. It's like putting a coat on in your mouth on a 90 degree day. How can you fit a coat in your mouth? It's like putting... It's a simile. <laughs> it's still liquid. That's, well, that's as far as my thinking goes. Let's get into okay. this. Okay. <laughs> so the first beer we're going to do is... I don't know if I can say this correctly. Hefeweizen? Can you uh, say it? I think like a lot of times the W's are more V-ish. See, that's what I, th- I thought I've like heard it say. Hefeweizen? Yeah. But when I'm reading it, it's Hefeweizen. Yeah. Uh, I can, he sent me some descriptors, so you don't want to know, know about it? Of course. Actually, can we taste it Yeah, let's, just, right, let's try it first. Let's so, taste it. Because, you know, you like read the back of a wine bottle or like a beer, and you're just like, oh, yeah, I guess I taste that. I want to see if we're right or if I'm right, because you've already read everything. Light in color? Oh, it's getting darker. It's basically the color of urine when you haven't drank enough water, <laughs> right? So many people just turned off the pot. <laughs> um, this looks great. Yeah, it's like a golden orange. Not orange. Like a, yeah, I'd say. Like, like at a the honey. end of the yellow spectrum into the orange. Like a honey. Yeah, like a honey. Yeah, it's very honey colored. And like a nice, like um, kind of like a neutral light head to it, mm-hmm. right? And like not a lot of head. I what mean, do you smell on it? It's definitely mild in terms of the hops mm-hmm. you know like the little amount of hops it definitely tastes like it's going to be like noble hops i mean it's very barley forward crisp it smells very crisp. It, smell, it has a little bit of sour smell to it that's a very crisp beer yeah that's refreshing and like not crazy carbonated but like no. it definitely has a little bit of like a carbonated bite so that's very it's, good it's like dry and crisp i could drink that mowing the lawn 
easily. I was going to say, you? like, this has really helped me cool down. It's like a really refreshing. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this uh, is brewed in the style of a Weisse beer or a Weisse beer. Weisse. Weisse beer. How does it spell? Weisse beer. <laughs> W-E-I-S-S-E-B. I-E-R. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know where I could go from that. It's a traditional German brew. Nice. He says the BJCP guidelines don't mention a lager fermentation. Do you know what that is? I'm going to look it up. BJCP? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the BJCP, of course, right, is the Beer Judge Certification Program. Okay. So I guess it would be just like style guidelines. Hmm, um, interesting. So the traditional way of brewing this is like using lager fermentation. A lager fermentation? Yeah. They didn't. Their version is an ale, which is fermented at warmer temperatures using top fermenting yeast, whereas a lager is fermented at colder temperatures using bottom fermenting yeast. Justin's lager. I kind of throw like a lager in there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's spelled that way. I'm reading how it's spelled. I've heard lager before. (laughs) So it's a lager. Why isn't there no? Because it's like from a different language. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, and in terms of like lager fermentation and ale fermentation... Mm -hmm. The easiest way for a home brewer to, or, or like a brewer to ferment is obviously at room temperature. Mm-hmm. And so an ale is going to be at room temperature, like yeah. anywhere from like 65 to like 75, mm-hmm. depending on the yeast. So a lager fermentation is like in the, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, but like the 40s, maybe the low 50s, mm-hmm. but it is definitely colder. And so you need a different yeast to do it. So what's top fermenting and bottom fermenting though? So top fermenting is like literally the yeast will sit at the top of the big bucket or, you know, the fermenting vessel. Mm -hmm. So if something's top fermented, it just means that the yeast is at the top and most of the action and the live yeast is going to be at the top. Whereas with a lager, it's going to be just sitting there at the bottom. Hmm. So bottom fermenting yeast (laughs) couldn't ferment correctly in the warm temperatures? That's correct. Interesting. Have you heard of a steam beer? No. So steam beer is a type of beer made with lager yeasts, but at a warmer temperature. And what that does to it, I don't know. I just know that it is specifically a lager yeast, but it's a warmer temperature. So I don't know if that makes the yeast stressed and like maybe throw off some more flavors, like kind of wilder flavors. Typically when a yeast is stressed, it will put out more flavors and not necessarily like desirable flavors. Hmm. So So he says this ale is made with a grain bill consisting of about 60% white wheat malt and about 40% Mm. pale malt, which is the barley that you were smelling. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then he said, a single late hop edition of Cascade places this guy at around 10 IBUs. Can I go back on the opinion? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was so stupid. I mean, like, it is weedy. It's very weedy. Yeah. Your friend is just going to be like, what in the hell is Andy saying? Well, you smell the barley. You didn't say you were tasting barley. Yeah, but it should have been wheat, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so, how, how do we delete that? <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You're stuck with it. The chemist. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh that was a long time ago. <laughs> so to kick off the fermentation, we used a Munich strain of yeast. Typical Hefeweizen is more heavily carbonated. This is a great hot weather style, so of course the fall is a good time to enjoy it. Mm. The ABV is 5%. Nice. That uh, comment about the hot weather fall is definitely for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, dude. This is Dan, right? Mm-hmm. Dan didn't just make that comment for me, by the way. Oh, he He's did. probably a true believer. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think most people are, right? Like, you're not going to have acorn squash in the middle of the summer. But do they grow then, though? Uh, probably somewhere. There's greenhouses I still everywhere. don't understand how a liquid is, like, swallowing a coat. Yeah, this is good. Not swallowing a coat, but just, like, something hot in your mouth that's, like, hot and thick and not thirst-quenching in the middle of the summer. Don't send that near me. Um, <sighs> so, just to accompany this beer tasting, I did go over to Geddes Bakery. Mm-hmm. I mean, Geddes Bakery certainly isn't, like, the highlight of this episode, but I got a couple things. One, 
I know Justin likes baklava, and I sure as heck do too. So I definitely got some baklava. That's I can't so pass that up. I can't walk buy a bunch of baklava and like not get it. And then I got something else that looks super weird. Mm-hmm. It looks like a dried out super slug. Yeah, it's like a big <laughs> slug or possibly a sausage has been covered in white frosting. Mm-hmm. So it's an almond French horn. Hmm. Um, can we put in like a French horn noise? Yeah. So <laughs> what happens if I blow on it? <laughs> yeah, it didn't really sound like a French <laughs> no. horn. Um, but apparently it's got like an almond kind of cream or sort of filling on the Ooh. inside and then That's it's, exciting. it's got pastry dough and then kind of just like a glaze on the outside so so when you said you got an almond french horn i was thinking of there's like a treat that you can visibly see like almond shell around it you know what i'm talking about uh yeah i do i do i don't really know what it is but i've seen it before in like pastries it definitely has like just little bits of almond all over it that's what i was imagining and, then and I this saw was this like 100 like, yeah it's like <laughs> something from tremors like a baby tremor yeah. <laughs> it does like shoot it in the head yeah. <laughs> cool that was not a quote from tremors i mean i I bet that there's a quote that says shoot probably. it in the head. You probably tre- quoted a lot of movies. Because there's, like, there's like six Tremors movies. There are. There? There's a lot of Tremors movies. And like now it's like Tremors like exclusively for like sci-fi channel or whatever, you know. I think they made a Tremors show too. But I think the pilot didn't do well and it never got picked up. Tickle me surprised. <laughs> How you can make an entire show just about like hungry worms in the ground. I mean, it's campy like as is. So it's like yeah. how long could you do like campy for? Yeah. This is good. I really like those. I swear the people that came up with Tremors were just like playing like The Floor is Lava. Yeah. And then they're like, this would be a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> and like and like the people that really believe in the movie Tremors are like concreting everything. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Let's, I'm going to have a bite of this. Of the Tremor? Yeah. Oh, it's more solid than I would have thought. I kind of got like an end, so it's kind of boring right now. It's a little dry. I'm going to go in farther. You know what this tastes like? Hmm. Were you going to say what it tastes like? No, I don't know. An Italian cookie. Yeah. Like those Italian holiday cookies. The frosting actually has an almond taste to it. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty like, good though. I mean, it's like I mean that's like an almond flavor, but mm-hmm. it's it definitely is spot on. What was in the middle of it? Like an almond filling. It's actually really good. <laughs> what's uh? So what's what's in store for this next beer? What'd you pick? Labeled MP. Oh, Are we doing that one next? Well, let's go in order there, pal. In the description list is lightest to darkest, so we'd have to do this one next. Okay. R, like our pirate episode. My pants are wet. (laughs) (laughs) They went everywhere. My pants. You guessed it right, folks. This one's a little more carbonated than the last one. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that, and it uh, it got me. Just like a tremor would, (laughs) when you least expect it. This one's got a little bit of a bigger head, but I don't know if that was my fault. No, no, I don't think I don't think you can like create. Yeah, there's a little bit of sediment. Yeah, not bad. I try. So these bottles. If I'm if I'm guessing right, these are all bottle conditioned, meaning the brewer bottled it to until it stopped fermenting, and then once it was done and you know transferred and what have you, you add a little bit of sugar right beforehand, and then you cap it after you add it into the bottle. And what that'll do is the yeast is still alive in there, and then that yeast will, you know, eat a little bit more of the sugar, which mm-hmm. will give like it'll add like a little bit of a negligible amount of alcohol. But what it'll do is it also add a bunch of CO2 as like a waste product. So I missed something in the uh, last beer because um, he didn't have it in the regular description, but he had it in the general one up here. The Hefeweizen was made with a coriander and bitter orange peel. I totally missed that. <laughs> I was like searching for it too. Missed it. Yeah, he has it up here in like the, these are the beers I sent you. But mm-hmm. in like the bigger description, I didn't say anything about that. Can you guess what type of beer this is? 
It's got a real like sausage smell to it. <laughs> it, it is spicy in, in yeah. some way, like not like a holiday spice. It's got a real sausage. <laughs> it's not like salty pork. Dan, Dan's never going to send us beer again. No, you're not smelling sausage? No. Very different from the last beer. It still tastes very European. Would I be right on about that? I don't or know. maybe not. So this is a red ale. Okay. He said him and his dad have always enjoyed a good red ale, so they designed their own. He says, when I designed this beer, I thought of the very slight funk of the English ale yeast. I would not call this a funky beer by any means, but I really can't describe the flavor that comes out of here any other way. The grain bill consists of roasted barley and crystal malts, in addition to the base malts. Not to be confused with crystal meth. <laughs> <laughs> There's a meth to his madness. Yeah. Here, you see some of the yeast? Like, that's just kind of how it... Yep, yep. Yeah. yeah, there's a little bit of yeast sediment. Like little, um, the little, they come in like little balls, almost. So, East Kent Golding Hops gives this one a score of 27 IBUs, and the ABV is 5% again. I don't think I've ever had a red ale. I'm trying to think of, like, what a like a common known red ale would be. This is like a red ale that I might have had before, but it's way more yeast-heavy than mm-hmm. a red ale I've had before. Yeah. And I'm not sure if that's because things are bottle-conditioned. Mm-hmm. But it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's It's got more carbonation than the other one, which I like. I like carbonated beers. How many IBUs did he say it was? 27. So the last one was 10. So. so Yeah, I mean, this doesn't taste like... So like a, a, a pale ale is typically like between 20 and 40. Mm-hmm. This is definitely more hoppy than like the last beer that we had, but yeah. it's still not like super hoppy, yeah. right? This is definitely more grain heavy. It does not smell anything like it tastes to me. I'm still smelling like it's still, it tastes salt dry. and meats. Really? I don't know why. Yeah, I don't either. Pepperoni? <laughs> no. Dan, your beer was gross. It tasted like pepperoni. Where's that pepperoni beer? <laughs> Get that sausage beer? <laughs> I don't so Dan's like a life a lifelong friend almost, right? Yeah, I mean I've Well that's gonna end. I've been friends with him for twenty years now, so that's crazy. <laughs> there was the sausage beer that did it. <laughs> it broke the camel's friendship. No, mm. that's not it. Straw that broke the tremor's back. <laughs> Yeah, so that's interesting. So what's the what's a crystal malt, do you know? Versus like he last the in the last beer he used pale malt? I don't know anything about malts. He's probably like shaking his head being like, oh, I should have been there. He should have <laughs> he should have been here. Shame on you. Yeah, shame on you, Dan. <laughs> so according to Brew Your Own, the simplest way to manipulate the flavor of your beer is to use crystal malts. So they're specialty grains that add flavor and color to any brew. And you can use crystal malt, like, no matter what you're doing. Like, so you can use it as an extract or a partial or all grain. But mostly it adds flavor and color. So it's sweet and has caramel tones. It's been a long time since I did brew. So in terms of talking about, like, specific types of barley and malts, I would assume some of it has to do, obviously, with the barley that you have. But a decent amount of it is, you know, how long did it malt for? You know what malt, the malting process? Is that where, like, birds, like, clean their feathers? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's move on. <laughs> so, no, I'm not familiar. And, so the malting process, when you see a, a seed, right? And so then the beginnings of the stem, you know, as it's about to kind of punch through and, and sprout up. When it's going through that process, that seed is converting a ton of starch to fer- like what we're using as fermentable uh, sugars. Hmm. And how you do it is the, the maltster, I think. Is going to keep that seed at, you know, whatever temperature that they want it to be, at least for the malting process. And then they're going to add water to it and then take water away and Hmm. add water to it and take water away. Almost to 
induce like a almost like a spring season yeah or like a season where you know the, the barley would you know otherwise grow and like kind of get ready to to do it so at a certain point the the person who is the maltster i guess is it a maltster i don't know it We're sounds gonna... like a a nickname for someone all that a old maltster a maltster we call him the maltster a lot of our nicknames involve um stir english people oh yeah they do <laughs> and a maltster <laughs> Um, they're basically measuring kind of like where that barley grain is in terms of conversion from starch to fermentable sugar, hmm. you know, and then they can put it in the oven and get it to a certain temperature. It might dry it out a little bit. They might almost using it like coffee, like, you know, do you like light roast, dark roast or, or what in between, or you can smoke it and have like a peat smoked barley. And then you can kind of pitch that in and have like a real nice smoky flavor to your stout or porter. So we didn't talk about the color of this, but it is actually pretty red. I mean, it's a little, now that we've gotten down farther, it's like a dark orange. Mm-hmm. It's good, though. Yeah, it I mean, is it's good. It's slightly bitter, but it's got a good taste to it. It's definitely got some Great Britain vibes, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Not like way old country, but definitely... Like new country? <laughs> yeah, definitely um, definitely colony overlord feel, you know what oh, I mean? yeah, yeah. White wig? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> White wig. White wig Britain. That's good. Yeah, it's good. I like that. Look, look at all that yeast I have. It's quite a bit. I could probably I like quite a bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's still not as much as like the nutmeg drink. No. That sediment was crazy. No. And brewer's yeast isn't bad for you. Yeah, this is just like... Some people use it as a dietary supplement. Did you know just that? Just a few floaties, which I think is fine. It's kind of like pulp. Yeast pulp. Yeast pulp. I really like... Now that we've gotten to the center of this almond thing, the almond horn or whatever it was. Way better. Yeah, there's like a moist layer mm-hmm. that's like really good. They really need to make this thing like circular, so it's all moist thing, all moist filling, mm-hmm. all moist. Is there a little lemon in there? You taste lemon? <laughs> no. You want to take a break? Get some forks. Get the baklava going. Rinse yeah. out some cups. We'll take a break. We'll start the baklava and we'll uh, get into this last beer, which Thanks. will be a darker beer. So maybe we should just rinse out our glasses. Yeah. Thank our sponsors. Our sponsor this week is Dan. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. Mr. Roar. Yeah, you can actually uh, go to his Instagram. Which is Roar Beer. It's R-O-E-H-R Beer. Oh, I wouldn't have gotten the E. Mm-hmm. Nice, Dan. Or if we're saying things like I am by reading it, it's Roar Beer. Roar Her. Roar Her. Roar All right, well, we'll catch you in a little bit. All right, bye. Hey, we're back. <laughs> we're back. What are you eating there? Oh, That's okay. a little piece of my almond bar. <laughs> Very nice. We got a fork. We're going to get in some of that baklava. You got forks, but I've never eaten a baklava with a fork before. It's just like really hard to like spear, isn't it? It's all the layers. It all falls apart. Uh, It's more of like a cut and scoop. I've never... Uh... Here, look, look. Just watch. Cut. You're not going to spear it, right? But you do go for the scoop. Mmm. Oh, baklava's so, so good. good. Mm-hmm. So... We got one more beer ahead of us. Yeah. Oh, I left my cup in the other room. Well, we'll be right back. (laughs) Thanks for sticking around for that second break. Yeah. Actually, you know, I got to go to the bathroom real quick. (laughs) And we'll be right back. No. Well, you want to get into that beer? Yeah. So this uh, last beer, it's got an MP on the label. I'll tell you what that is in a minute. That was 
clearly your worst opening. It was very bad. So this is the darkest beer we've had yet. Oh, that's really carbonated. Very heady. Whoa. By the way, we're drinking these in tulip glasses, so shout out to our boy Marcus. (laughs) (laughs) He's a real glass man, if you will. (laughs) Wow, that is very dark. Yeah. It's a very, very dark red, close to black. (laughs) These are very carbonated. I'm not going to lie. Like When I was pouring that, and we'll get more of a flavor when it's truly at our nose, but um, I kind of got like a licorice sort of smell off it. So you get a liquor smell. Well, that's not right. <laughs> but let's look at what it is. Wow. So this last beer Hold is... Hold on, dude. Let's take a oh. smell and a sip. It's sm- sour on the nose, for sure, to me. It's got like that skunky, like, uh, Heineken smell. Pretty smooth, though. I do taste what I know I'm tasting. Because you've already looked at it. Mm-hmm. I, I know what it is. This is good. I want to say it's like a tiny bit smoky. You ready for this? Yeah. This is a maple brown sugar porter. Mm. Um, this last beer is a variation of a porter that we make every year. A grain bill including black patent and chocolate malts gives us a nice, slightly smoky, malty sweetness. Cascade and Fugel hops produce an IBA rating of 35.7. What makes this version special is its locally produced maple syrup paired with brown sugar. So that's cool. So local maple syrup. A tasty porter made even better with some extra fermentable sugars. Needless to say, we're looking at ABV around 7%. <laughs> Did you say needless to say? Or no, he did? said that. <laughs> <laughs> you are one with him now, though. It, kinda, mm. it really kind of sounded like it was just flowing off of your tongue. I was trying to read it in like a... <laughs> like a person, like a, he's like a right person. here. Yeah. I can definitely taste the maple sugar, though, um, when I was like thinking of it. More like smoky than I would have thought, but I can't smell it. It makes me like hiccup a lot. There's a lot of carbonation in it. It is super dark. It's very dark. Not you, black, you, you but You can't it's see like, through it at all. Yeah. It's not translucent. So this is a porter. Yeah. Justin, do you know the difference between a porter and a stout? No clue. This is a joke. Sounds like a joke. No, setup. it's not. <laughs> hey. You know the difference between a porter and a stout? Spelling. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very literal. <laughs> so the beer connoisseur, would you consider that to be a reputable source? Yeah, sure. Well, it's still loading. Man, this baklava. Is baklava fall? Or what, what season would you say pin baklava in? Any time but spring is what I would guess for baklava. <laughs> no idea where that comes from. Hmm? What do you mean? <laughs> Why not spring? Well, because the honey's not made. Ugh. But you've picked things that are out of season <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I don't believe you anymore. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I actually don't have the answer. I think I was right with the spelling. <laughs> it's, you're dead on with the spelling. It just says no one can agree with the differences. So it's a loaded question. So that is a good setup for a joke because there's not like an exact answer. Right. So you're going to like fill in your blank there. Um, so it looks like the head brewer at the new Ross Island Brewing in Portland, Oregon said that maybe this is what he sounds like. I generally think of porters as being lighter in body and alcohol than stouts with more of a chocolate character coming from highly kilned malted barley. <laughs> and that's Karsten Haney, the head brewer. Oh, I knew that voice anywhere. <laughs> Karsten, Karsten. And then and then Karsten goes on. Stouts tend to be heavier in body with a more focus on coffee and ro- roasted flavors from roasted barley or black malt. So you were saying that chocolate is more in the porter? I don't know. I, was, I just kind of just channeled him. So let me read oh. that again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and his eyes like turn all milky white. Oh. And he, uh... 
<laughs> Karsten. <laughs> Fifteen ghosts. <laughs> They're coming back. Karsten's alive. Car- uh, th- and actually, this is quoted from Karsten in 1710. <laughs> so <laughs> porters are porters are um, more highly kilned malted barley. So this is, I don't drink a lot of porters, but lately, like I said, I've had a lot more stouts. The porters are a lot more like funkier, like more sour, I would think. They taste more like, uh, you know, that, like sour flavor of a, uh, I said it before, like a Heineken. Like a skunk? I mean, that's the only way I can describe it. I really don't know what I'm tasting, but it's very like like a skunky, soury taste. I taste more of that in the porter than I do in a stout. Not that that's... I don't know. What is a Heineken? I have no idea. It's a lager. Mm. It's a lager. Lager. Or a lager. <laughs> this is so um, walnut heavy, this this baklava. It's so good, though. Man, I love baklava. Does it pair well with this beer? Not sure. I think it does, actually. For sure. I was a little afraid of eating something so crazy sweet, but especially with this one, like the maple brown sugar, it kind of goes well. Although there's a possibility that we're missing out on some of the sweetness of this beer. Mm-hmm. It's very good though. I would say all these beers from uh, the Hefeweizen down to this one, I would say they've all been kind of lighter in body. Mm-hmm. Like they, like even though this is dark and has like some smokiness to it, it still is a pretty light bodied porter. Would you say? Yeah. They've all been like very refreshing beers. They're not, like, too heavy. Mm-hmm. So a good fall beer. Like, even though the ABV and the IBUs have been going up with each beer, I still think that they're, yeah, they're good fall beers. They're, they're pretty refreshing. What's it called again? MP, right? Maple Porter. It's a maple brown sugar porter. Mm. So there's maple syrup and brown sugar. Can I tell you what I've been on a big kick with? What? I really want to make cheese. You want to make cheese. Did I tell you about this? No. So I know a person who can give me a lot of milk, and um, I'd like to have a go at making some sharp cheddar. I would like to make some snack down brand sharp cheddar. What goes into making cheese? Oh, what goes into making cheese? Yeah. How much time do you have there, bud? A quick, like, <laughs> like you take milk. You take milk, you bring it up to a certain temperature, then you add bacteria. That gets it real acidic, right? Then you add, uh, I believe it's some sort of calcium. Then you add rennet. And so those three in combination and at different times, curdles the milk, mm-hmm. right? So then you're left with whey and then curd. So... With cheddar cheese, specifically, you cut it, you know, you, you slice it up, still in that big vat, you slice it up into a, a certain amount, and then once you slice it, or cheddar it, if you will, because that's considered cheddaring, then the whey starts to leave the curd even more and more and more. Interesting. So cheese is basically curdling milk in different ways, and then once and you then have that, rid of the whey. Then, then you can do with more with that cheese, like aging curd. it yep. to make other ones. Yeah. So what was your favorite beer? I'm trying to decide between the first and the last. I think I liked the first one, just because it was very drinkable and very refreshing, and the bitterness units weren't as high. I like bitterness in my IPAs, because I like that floral bitterness. I don't like the bitterness as much in like a porter and a stout, I guess. So I really like that first beer, but this one I like just because it had a really like complex taste, I guess. I like the smokiness with the maple syrup, brown sugar. So I'm going to say the first one. The Hefeweizen. So you say you don't like the, like the higher IBUs in a stout or porter. What would you say would be your, like your ideal brand of like a stout or porter, if you had to pick one? No idea. Um, did you like that breakfast stout that we had, like uh, Founders? Yeah, I like the I like the Founders breakfast stout. I just want to tell you something because I, I don't want you to be swayed by the IBUs of that maple brown porter. So that Founders breakfast stout, yeah, sixty IBUs. Sixty. Sixty. That's twice as many as these. Yes, I know. I just wanted to let you know that. So I, I don't really know go. what I like in beer, I guess. I, I mean, I like I like looking at the science of beer, 
Yeah. I like kind of going down that route, mm-hmm. but I like to use, I mean, the nice thing about beer is like, it's kind yeah. of a good marriage of science and art or just flavor. Yeah. So what I don't like in beer is a sour or a skunky taste. I'm not sure how many people do a skunky flavor on purpose. I get that in a lot of like lagers and porters and stuff like that. Sometimes that skunky flavor is just the denaturing of the hop flavors. Mm-hmm. So it's not really on purpose. It might just be like storage or whatever. But like, that's one thing I can't stand about like Heineken, which is like a popular lager. I mean, it's a cheaper beer, but. So I've never had Heineken over over in Europe. Mm-hmm. Not as traveled as you are. <laughs> <laughs> but I can tell you that I, I would assume that Heineken would taste a lot better over there than here. <laughs> when we were in Europe, there was a guy that was wearing a, it just said H-E-I on it. Uh-huh. And uh, he's walking along. And my dad's like, what's high? And the guy like stops and looks at him and is like, Heineken. My dad's like, oh. <laughs> I don't even know if I would have gotten it from the HEI. Although I think it said Heineken in small letters underneath it. My dad's so like into like other cultures. Your dad's like, is that something spiritual? He lo- <laughs> yeah, he loves talking to like different people about all sorts of stuff. So like it was like a like conversation starter for him. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's high? The guy's just like Heineken. <laughs> okay, bye. Yeah, he's like, the guy just kept walking after that, I think. Your dad's like, B-E-I, <laughs> bye. Bang. <laughs> Does your dad listen to the pod? A little bit, I think. He does, but. That's, that was a soft note. I don't think he has enough time to, like, keep up on it. He's a busy, shame. he's a busy traveler. Shame, shame. We're putting out 100% content. Here. <laughs> <laughs> he's a traveler? Yeah, he goes all over the country. For work? Yeah, for work. What's he do? You don't have to do this on the pod. I don't know. I think he consults on projects. I mean, he's like a project manager. So, like, he'll go and look at the... He's been on the, the shuttle that's going to, like, Mars because they built the computers for that. When's actually, that he's happen? going to it, actually, now that I think about it. When's that happening? I don't know. Within the next year or two. What year is it? <laughs> you didn't know this? Hey, everyone. Here's a random conversation about space. I know... All I know about space is that it does, like, horrible things to your body. Mm-hmm. And being in, in space for a year and a half... I don't like our, think everyone's been in space that long. Like, our head wants gravity, you know? It's just so bad for your muscles. Mm-hmm. And, uh... And, like, think of, I mean, think about gravity. Like, our our bodies are made, and our circulatory system is made yeah. so that we have a certain amount of blood mm-hmm. that is actively going down, you know, yeah. back to our heart because of gravity. Well, it's like the opposite of bed sores. So, bed sores, you know, when you're putting pressure on your skin for too long... Yeah, so there'd be, like, um, not enough pressure. So there's no pressure for the t- whole time you're in space. I guess it's bad for your bones, too. I wonder if they were, like, skin pressure suits? I know they have to... I think exercise. I think they're a little bit better now. I think they exercise a lot more than they used to. Mm-hmm. Because I think the people that were going up, you know, in the early days of space flight... Like, international, like, space station. Yeah, they like, were... They would go up and back. You know, they'd do several visits into space, mm-hmm. and then they were having all these health problems. So now I think they do, like, <laughs> exercise bikes and stuff like that. But, like I, I, like you were saying, I don't think your blood flows the same way. No. And it's just not... So I can't imagine being in space for a year and a half. And I cannot imagine the first time you're back in gravity, what it would feel like. Have you ever jumped on a trampoline? Yeah, I love trampolines. Do you ever jump on solid ground after that, and it feels like... Uh, yeah. like It would be like the jumping version of like going on like a treadmill you know like mm-hmm. you get off a treadmill and you're like yeah. whoa yeah. <laughs> it'd be like that that'd yeah. be a horrible feeling yeah i would hate gravity at that it point. is just crazy if you get off a trampoline and then try to jump you feel like you're wearing like a thousand backpacks and mm-hmm. you like can't jump like high at all i can't imagine being so used to no gravity after a year and a half do you know what the gravity on mars is what? versus earth what 
38%. That's awful. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So Mars is 38% what Earth's gravity is. Mm -hmm. The moon is 17%. So you're a little better off going to to Mars than the moon. That's cray. It is. Well, cool, man. This is good. It's delicious. Yeah. Everything was good. Thank you, Dan, for sending the beers. So what was your favorite? You didn't answer. I would have to say the Hefeweizen. Yeah, so we both like the Hefeweizen. I liked the um, I liked the uh, maple brown sugar. I got to say, and I got to be honest, I like them a little more higher gravity. Mm-hmm. as like the final gravity. Yeah. Like I want it to be a little thicker. Thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. Thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. But you can't eat, you can't drink thick beers in summer, right? Of course not. Because that's like... That's sacrilege. Yeah, because that's like me drinking in my 90 coat. degree out. Your coat. Chocolate. Stout. Drinking your own coat. <laughs> drinking my own coat. <laughs> So we both like the Hefeweizen. Yeah. I think the red ale was good. I just don't think I'm a red ale guy. I'm not either. I mean, yeah. they're they're nice, and I think this is the perfect season to sip on them. Yeah. Or I think of like an Irish like red ale. Mm-hmm. So maybe St. Patty's Day is the nice, yeah, best time maybe. to sip on it. Which is usually still extremely cold up here in central New York. You know that you know where the biggest St. Patty's Day party is in the United States? Where? Savannah, Georgia. Really? You want to know why? Why? Um, I don't know any other good reason other than the fact that there's no um, container laws. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> you can just walk around. You can get a beer. You can go to a bar and get a beer to go. Wow. That's insane. That is crazy. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so if you're in Savannah, you know. Get a beer to go. Get a beer to go and listen to our podcast. Really just kind of like just mass download our podcast really wherever you are. Yeah. As long as you're listening. That's what we care mostly about. So this is a good time to announce next week. Is a special episode. Oh, yeah. So what's next week? Ooh, it's Halloween. Spookuloween. <laughs> so we're going to do a great episode. And we have a special guest. Should we say? No. Uh, let's hold off. We'll dangle it in front of you like a carrot. We have another special guest. A spooky carrot. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, so, yeah, it'll be good. And we will be releasing on Thursday. So yes, don't freak out. Yes, we're going to release on Halloween. Yeah. So don't just start like burning, like having like a dumpster fire or anything like that because you thought it was Friday already. Mm-hmm. Um, if you see this, and really you shouldn't be like judging what day of the week is, but just by our podcast being released. And we're consistent. Like, we are you consistent. Need, you need to figure out some other sort of things like a calendar yeah. or something to like really judge what your Friday is. Yeah. But don't yeah. freak out because this will be ha- released on Halloween. Yep, we're gonna, this is going to be our first like early release. Mm-hmm. And our second themed episode, I think the first one went well. <laughs> you mean the pirate one? Yeah. Wow. Can't believe we uh, popped that bubble. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> on, on the pirate one. <laughs> Maybe every year we should do it. It's like an annual so out of like, pirate. <laughs> so out of context. Yeah. Well, thank well, you for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for the support. For whatever you've done, whether it's listening or sharing, we appreciate it. And thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. And others, the... and others like you for mm-hmm. for bringing for food to us. Yeah, and, and if you want to drink. send us stuff, we'll shout your name out. So if that's enticing to you, <laughs> we'll shout your name out so loud that the neighbors really don't like. Yeah, Dan, <laughs> Dan, 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 Dan. All right, I'm done. Yeah. So if, if you want to send us stuff, we'll shout you out. I'm not gonna lie. I think I've got like a little bit of like walnut. Do you hear that? Yeah. That's like a walnut shell. <laughs> It sounds like you're just like chewing on your own teeth. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> anyway, sorry, you can do the readout. Yeah, now. all right. Thanks for listening today. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can find this episode and others like it on iTunes, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, and a bunch of other places. And you can go to our website at www.snackdownpod.com. Snacks time, time it'll be Halloween. You sounded like horses on that. <laughs> yeah. <Nice. laughs> All right, see you later. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.
Snitches get stitches. Sorry, Pa. <laughs> Loose lips sink spaceships. <laughs>